up, scumbags. As the motherfucking song says, Jules with the overalls, you are not the boss of me. I raised my own money, cutting grass this summer, shoveling shit. This is Pierre's Misadventures with a Z, bud. Misadventures. This podcast is solely for the scumbags. If you're the type of motherfucker, see somebody drop a $5 bill, and you put your foot over it, and you don't fucking let them know that they drop money, this is your shit. This ain't for everybody. Let's fucking get into it. I want to bring y'all back, but one of these gentlemen I got sitting next to me, you guys heard him on the podcast before, I'm going to let him go ahead and introduce himself. Hey all, my name is Chief, aka Superman. Dale. Ain't nobody super than Jesus. That's the only Superman I know. Mm. Um, so by the time I met Chief, I was probably, I don't know, I was probably like 24, 25 at that time. But before I tell a little bit about myself, I want to hear a little bit about Chief and the things he was doing when he first started bouncing. So what was one of the first clubs you started bouncing at? So, um, at this time, I think it was around 2008, and uh, I started at a Beta Nightclub. Um, nowadays, it's... Jesus. Jesus, yeah. Nowadays, it's uh, known as a Beta Event Center, so it's a, and it's a completely different owners, completely different environment. But uh, back when I started working there, it was uh, mostly uh, EDM, and uh, it was pretty popular, pretty popular club. Yeah, it pretty, was. Uh, pretty, pretty renowned. Uh, nowadays, uh, uh, renowned for a different reason. Yeah. This time I was working at the tavern, and I was I was a little bit of a pushover. You know what I'm saying? If you, you could talk your way out of a lot of shit with me, and be like, uh, did you just stab somebody? All right, well, you seem like a cool guy. You seem like you're sorry about it. I mean, I'm not going to fucking right. kick you out, bro. If you just sit here and you drink this water, water fixes everything, man. Yeah. If you're really drunk, just drink this water, man, and you'll be cool. I'll let you stay. But... Beta did not have that stuff sometimes. Beta was a little bit wild. So at the time, uh, you know, uh, Beta was 18 plus, And I think it was 18 plus uh, most nights. Um, uh, like, eventually, they turned into only, like, one night a week. But yeah. um, And it's different. And, like, it's different bouncing when you're messing around with uh, teenagers. Because, like, 21-year-olds are young. Yeah, and dumb. but they at least and, know a little bit. But they at least kind of get the gist. Like, I probably eight, shouldn't eat this pizza after it hit the ground. Right, eighteen-year-olds though, on the other hand, they they have no sense whatsoever. They're still they still think they're invincible. They don't think the law applies to them. I mean, technically, in like in a lot of ways, it don't. Yeah, you know, they're still getting um, they're still in that mindset where they're like, oh, I'm seventeen, you can't hit me. Yeah, you know, like, and they're still in that mindset. So you're you're just dealing with a different level of nonsense. And I remember there was a one place here in Denver. It was called the Church, right? And they were eighteen and up. And I started going there, and I was kind of like super. I was into the church at that time, and I took people from the church that I was at, and I was part of. I took them to the church, and I just kind of thought it was like a like a story of like, oh yeah, it used to be a church, whatever. I had no idea that they had like religious paintings mm-hmm. still in the window, and I brought somebody, and they're like, they fucking broke down. And they were like, I can't, I can't be here right now. I got to get oh, out of here. damn. They were like, this and is sacrilegious. Yeah, they like, got very yeah. fucking guilty. I was like, what are you talking about? It was like, it used to be, but like, I don't think it is anymore. They like showed me a picture. I was like, oh, shit, yeah, that is Jesus up there. Yeah. But, yeah, they used to have like 
uh, you know, goth night in the basement where yeah, everyone's that shit was wild, look, look, looking like vampires and shit. And that's 18 a and up old, is always fucking oh, bad, man. Always, always, always fucking bad. bad. It's a bad idea. I'm telling you, like, I get why places do it. You know, like, they think there's money to be made. Oh, well, we could sell some Red Bulls. We could sell yeah. some tickets, you know. Like, these 18-year-olds, they just want somewhere to go. No, nah, but, but they were counting on scumbags like myself because mm-hmm. I would go there with my younger brother. And we were both under 21 at this time. If you fucking set a drink down, I would take that shit. Exactly. In a heartbeat. Like, um, you know, a lot of these underagers too, man, they're they're just starting to learn the game and they're just starting to figure out ways to do it. And, you know, as you get older, you just like, I'll just bring a flask. You know, I'll just do this. You got money for a flask? Yeah, I know. Shit. Yeah, I I confiscated one. And then, um, you know, you go to... And you, and you know, like these 18 plus clubs and you see them and yeah, they're sneaky. You can't just leave drinks laying around. So if you're secure, you have to be on top of that yeah, shit. You have I to would take that fucking drink cups. and I would go right into the middle mm-hmm. of the dance floor. Yeah. Cause I was like, oh, ain't nobody going to see me. And then they don't see you in the middle of the dance floor. You're, you're just disappearing the people. Yeah. Um, I think what we did is, uh, I think 18 to 20 just had like two black marks, you know, classic. Yeah. And then, um. 21 year olds had wristbands but like yeah they, they would, they, alcohol, they would, would yeah right they out. would figure it out man you just uh, nowadays hand sanitizer yeah. stuff like that you just take that right off and uh you know they I think uh, I got kicked out of fucking no it wasn't beta it was the one across the street it was bash oh you got kicked out of bash i oh, got kicked out of well, bash good for I, was you, drinking, I was drinking in the mm-hmm. bathroom in the bathroom attendant was like hey if you're gonna drink that you gotta tip me i was like fuck you fuck you he was like security i was like no no, no wait i got a no wait i'm sorry i got a dollar um, but I never went to bash, not bash. Uh, I never went to beta because it was always like, I felt like if I fucked around in there, I would get beat the fuck up because at that point security was like, you didn't fuck with security because nobody had fucking cell phones. Like if you fucked up, you were going to get fucked up. Yeah. So I, you know, this is 2008, 2009. I think I worked there from like 08 to 2013 essentially. And, um, yeah, at the time, you know, we had fucking cell phones, but they were like flip phones. Yeah, it was a razor like, and shit. It was a razor and the fucking, you know, the, the, the like video 1. was grainy as yeah. fuck. And, you know, you, you had to like, if you wanted to get on the internet, you had to like log on to the internet you and shit. pay for that shit. You yeah, had you had to pay minutes. for that. You had to get, you had to use your minutes. And, um, yeah, you know, you fuck with the bouncer, you, you know, don't listen to what they say. You know, you get your ass kicked. So at this time, you know, Bash was across the street, like uh, Pierre mentioned. And um, Bash was, you know, it, I'm just going to say it was a little ghetto. Yeah. And, and, you know, shit would go down, especially after hours. Um, Beta, you know, you wouldn't think of it as that. It was, yeah, you know, it's white kids, EDM, and a lot of Asians, yeah. EDM, you know, like that was really our target demographics. We dealt with like a lot of crazy shit, though, because of the 18 plus and then also, uh, the Asian element, which is really weird. You don't hear about they that, especially roll in Denver. So fucking deep. But it's they like roll, 20, but... they roll fucking crazy deep and there there's like asian gangs here they're not like anything super i mean i don't want to get hit on me for saying this but they exist you know they exist i'm not gonna like talk on them but you know they are here and they would like come in and like claim the area as their own and um my first night working at beta so how i got the job was uh at the time i was i was in working in like moving companies and shit yeah and um i had a friend who was just like hey we need uh, bouncers at this nightclub i'm working at like um and i, and I thought to myself like that sounds fun you know yeah. like oh yeah man like i you know i i'm getting paid to go out and like be part of the crowd and uh you know i uh so i showed up and i was kind of you know naive i think all bouncers are naive on yeah. their first day 
And um, the security there, though, did not fuck around. They were almost, like, too serious, you know? Like, um, our security manager at the time, like, he like ruled his staff with like an iron fist and yeah. he, th- he thought he was it like was old testament yeah old he, testament. yeah and he thought like he was the baddest motherfucker around yeah. um he used to call us the regulators oh, shit. and at the beginning of every shift he would be like regulators and then everyone else would be like mount up so like at time like i look back at it man i laugh because it's just so corny and ridiculous well, you're about it at but time at the time like, man you're just like fed into it you're like yeah we're the baddest motherfuckers yeah. around and um the first night i worked though they were just like, oh, cool, you know, you were, you know, you were in the army and you seemed about it. Like, yeah, you know, that, you, you fought in Burma, you, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You fucked with the cobras fuck, and Fucked with shit. the king cobras in Burma and shit. Man. Yeah, exactly. And fucking, uh, so, the, you know, they said, yeah, you could work a shift. And at the end of the shift, there was like. A, That's crazy that they were like, you had this crazy amount of experience. And they were still like. Yeah, sure. Yeah, we'll yeah, give you a yeah, fucking yeah, shot. Yeah, we'll now give you a fucking like, shot. Yeah. Now they're like, yo, can you read? Yeah. Do you have a flashlight? Can you get to work? Do you have a bus pass? Yeah. yeah that high. Fucking hell, yeah, man. You got a job. Fucking, um, so it was like a 20 fucking person brawl. And I remember when I ran to it and I, I showed up and like, it was one of those situations where every, every bouncer is on the floor getting wrestled. There's another guy on the bouncer's back, just choking yeah. him out from behind. And I'm just like, I just, I show up and this is my first night, you know? Yeah. And I'm just like, all right, I guess this is what we do. And I start like cracking heads and like hitting people and like immediately got a lot of people's respect. Cause they're just like, damn, your first night, you, you were, were just about, about it. it. But I was just like, is it like this every day? day you know and they're like oh no this happens like once a month and yeah that's kind of accurate like i think there we probably only had like a fight of a night the worst part about that particular spot though is it's huge huge warehouse like uh and um three floors so there's a lot of stairs yep they'd be like oh there's a fight on the third floor there's a fight in the basement there's a fight and you just be running wrestling with someone running to the next spot wrestling with someone but it's like a full ass workout like uh, i was in great shape when i worked at fucking beta but at the gin mill it was a lot fucking bigger and so we we had a really big story that it was probably we'd been working together for like four or five years yeah at this point yeah and at the end of the night we loved swapping war stories like at the end of the night we'd be in the back of the fucking parking lot smoking little it'd be like we all had money but like we'd be sharing a little fucking bowl with like kids and shit right smoking weed telling fucking war stories about how we threw somebody in the fucking trash and i'm gonna let you take off on this part about this part of the story but i I was out back smoking some weed just hanging out thinking it was a regular fucking night so yeah the first the first story i told was at beta and that was essentially my first night ever like bouncing and this story is actually like my last night not necessarily bouncing um because who knows like fucking who knows what tomorrow that was the last time you got some shit that's the last time i got in some real shit and the last time i specifically did it with like you and around and um that night was just uh yeah, it was a Saturday night, and um, I, I even parked in a different parking lot because everyone else, like, was hanging out and parked in the lot right behind Jim Mill. And I got my car, and I was like, we had, a, like, a crazy night. I Like, but the night got overshadowed by what happened next. Yeah. So, um, and I got in my car, and I was like, you know what? I'm going to drive and drive up to the guys and say say, say goodnight and, yeah. you know, say what's up and, you know, show some, show some respect, show some love, and go home. You know, like, I, I wasn't even planning on staying, doing anything. And I literally did that. I, I drove from one parking lot to the next. I pulled up to everyone. Hey, guys, blah, blah, blah. Have a good night, you know. And then I went to go leave the parking lot. And as I was leaving, there was a car um, blocking the exit to leave the parking yeah. lot. And, uh, you know, this is like 
fucking three in the morning, yeah. you know? So at this point, Everybody's like, been gone. everyone's been gone. The roads are cleared. Um, and this guy's just blocking my exit to leave. So I start laying down my horn. Now, mind you, like, all my staff and my boys are, you know, a hundred feet away, yeah. you know, in a, in a circle, hanging out. There's probably like a dozen of them. Yeah. So I'm like laying on my horn and this guy just will not move his car. So I get out of the car and I run up on his driver's side yeah. and I'm like, move your fucking piece of shit. And yeah. I think, what, what was yeah, it? I think it was, it was a Chrysler. This is, yeah, it was, yeah. So it, it wasn't a piece of shit. It's probably yeah. a nicer car than mine, you know? <laughs> and, um, so, and he, and he immediately looks up at me and he's like, fuck you. And, it made me so mad in the moment because yeah. it's also like not only was it disrespect because he was in my opinion at that moment he was the one in the wrong but it was also that he did it in front of everyone and I get that I was in the wrong in that situation but you know you know like <laughs> I don't even put, remember that put yourself in the situation yeah. like you get fucking mad someone disrespects you you got a shitty night you know he already disrespected me twice at that point I had a shitty night just trying to go home you know and um, then he gets out of his car and he fucking immediately pulls a fucking gun on me yeah. And do you remember what kind of gun it was? It was a uh, 40 Smith and Wesson. 40 Smith and Wesson. So he pulls a fucking gun on me and, um, and may I remind you, 100 plus feet away, there's like 12, there's of, my, fucking door guys. 12 of my fucking friends, Waiting all door guys. And um, this motherfucker started trying to pull the trigger right away, but um, I'm pretty sure the safety was on. He couldn't I don't figure, think he had a, I don't think he had one oh, racked. I don't think he had a, yeah, I don't think he had one racked pretty much. Um, and I think the safety, so he was like fumbling with it. And, you know, in the moment, man, it seemed like this was like, this happened over fucking five minutes, damn, but it was like quick, quick, quick. But he was like fumbling hard, like trying to get a safety off and then still trying to pull the trigger. And, um, from my perspective, it looked like he was trying to shoot me in the legs. Yeah. You know, he wasn't like, I didn't feel like, I didn't feel like he was trying to kill me. Yeah. And, um, he could not get the round off. And, and then I'm just like, I, this whole time. I did not back down. Like, I didn't try to get back in my car. I didn't say, no, sir, please. Like, I just, like, I started approaching him, and I was putting my hands up, like, bring it. Like, bring yeah. it. Come on, let's do this. Fight like a man. And then, Fight and, like a man. And then he does. He put the gun back in his, wa- in his waist, uh, and he goes and starts squaring up with me. My biggest mistake with this situation was um, he was like a stouter black dude. And, yeah. um, you know, like, and he just wasn't, he wasn't super impressive. Like, yeah. I'm not going to try and build him up like he was, oh, he's huge and black. No, yeah. like, uh, like no, nah, he was like a stouter black dude. He wasn't very impressive, wasn't. And um, when he came at me, he kicked me. And I expected him to swing. Yeah. So he actually got a really good kick on me. And um, from there, um, I just boxed him up a little yeah. bit. And we kind of just boxed and... Um, I did try to spray him with my pepper spray because I pulled out pe- pepper spray because yeah. I had that on me. My my gun was in the car. Yeah. And, um, you know, uh, I tried to uh, hit him with pepper spray. My pepper spray failed me. <laughs> like, I just had, like, it was just not working out, you yeah. know? So I just had to box him, like, old-fashioned. And um, once I was finally able to pull him close, then I pulled him, like, really close to me. Then I started uppercutting him. And I know I um, – the gun fell out of his waist. Uh, his, you know his waistband, yeah. and at that point, all the other bouncers had shown up. They're yeah. all they're all on the scene. We're like five feet away from you. Yeah, and I'm like, get the gun, get the gun, and someone grabs the gun, yeah. and then he pulls out a knife, and then oh, I knock. I didn't even remember yeah, the fucking knife. Yeah, yeah, and then I knock the knife out of his hand, and I'm like, get the knife, oh, and then shit. someone grabs the knife, and then um, I just keep rocking him, and at this point, he's he's done already. Yeah, he's about to get beat the fuck up, and um. You come up from behind him, and then you start choking him. Yeah, from because behind. in my mind, I was like, "Yo, he's about to get beat the fuck up." There's, 
a good 15 of us like, he's going to get stomped the fuck out. I was like, let me choke him the fuck out, mm-hmm. defuse the situation. Yeah, so you choked him out like, and put him out. Like, yeah. he was done. And he's just knocked out on the ground with his mouth wide open, like, yeah. just fucking dreamland. And I think at that point, like, petty shit, like, I emptied the rest of my yeah. pepper spray can in his mouth. You're like, yo, get his dick. Spray then, his dick. And I went inside his car, and I hit the cabin yeah. in his car, too, because I'm just like, fuck this guy. And then I think, uh, you know, and I was like, everyone, get the go home, get, get out here, disperse and yeah. shit. And I fucking get in my car, and I pill out, and then everyone else, like, I think um, uh, some of y'all, I don't know if you were at that hair at this point, were like waited. I got to piss. It's fucking water. I shouldn't have pounded that water. So one of the things I remember was my bread and butter is I'm, I'm really good at choking motherfuckers. Oh, yeah. I'm fucking great at that. Mm-hmm. And because he was a shorter dude. When I hooked him, I immediately fucking tilted him up and I picked his ass yeah, up. Yeah, you picked him up. His, his little feet were kicking. And then, like, yeah. some of, you know, I'm not going to name names, but some of the weaker door guys that we knew was like, oh, this is the perfect chance to get body shots. Right. And they were doing shit. Oh, and my they God, fucking, I forgot that. They started yeah. sucker punching him. Yeah. And I was like, no, I'm not done. about that shit, bro. Like, but I remember, like, because at first you got a, you were like, oh, well, yeah, motherfucker, you got a few shots. I was like, yeah, get him, chief, mm-hmm. get him. And then, like, it's, people who had nothing to do with it's it. It's different. Up. It's fucking different. Like, he pulled yeah. the, he pulled the gun on me. Like, like I said, I admit it, man. Like, I did some petty shit during that yeah. fight. Like, I fucking, But, like, motherfuckers know. who had but nothing to do I, with it were like, I, was, I want to get my shot I was in it. Yeah. Like, some dude who's just standing off to the side, like, fucking, now's not your, now's not your time to shine, yeah. dude. Like, hey, maybe you should. Nobody's going to think you're tough. You know, no one's going to think you're tough when you're. So, immediately, as soon as I choked him out, I remember I threw him on the fucking ground. And then I remember you pulled out the fucking can of mace, and you're like, oh, yeah, pussy. And you fucking doused this fucking dude. Mm-hmm. And he was knocked the fuck out. Yeah, he was done. But I wasn't like, we're, we're fucking scumbags, but we're not the scumbags that's going to kick you in the fucking face no, when you're knocked out. You know what I'm saying? He was knocked out, and we were like, all right, let's just fucking spray spray him. Right. So I sprayed him. We, we sent him on his way. I think a couple people were there after the fact, and they uh, once, once he like came to and got up, they're just like, go get in your car, go home. It's done. You, I can't see. You, oh well, sucks to suck. Yeah. You know, you lost this fight. Like it, it happens, but you shouldn't have. You shouldn't have brought it when it. Or you shouldn't have like. You shouldn't just, have pulled the fucking. Yeah, gun. You should have pulled the gun. You escalated it even further than it needed to I be. I remember dude. when he pulled the gun. There was another door guy that was there, and immediately he was like, "I also have a gun." Mm-hmm. I had a gun in my fucking pocket, and I was like, "I didn't want to shoot until like." If he would have shot you, we probably would have done. Oh yeah. Him. Oh, like um, there was a few. Other I door fully guys that believe. Had guns. I think at that night, if I remember my head count, I think like four of y'all had guns yeah. on you, and I think um, and I you know I, I've looked at after the fact and shit, um, because when it was happening, it I was so fucking I, fast. it happened so fucking fast, and even I like I did have like a tiny thought in my head like oh shit bullets are gonna start flying from that direction. Yeah. I hope one of these motherfuckers don't shoot me <laughs> trying to save me, but. In you know retrospect, looking back at it, I'm like shocked that no yeah. one like shot him or pulled a gun or nothing. They might have pulled it out and be like, "I have a gun too," yeah, but they didn't do nothing with it. My shit was yeah. my shit was racked and in my pocket. Mm-hmm. I was like, "Yo, if anything happens, I'm gonna, I got six shots." Yeah, my, mine was in my car yeah. and it was racked and it was ready to go. But of course, you know, yeah. like that's how it goes, man. Yeah. And um, so just quick follow up story. I don't want to like take up too much time, yeah. but like the I think it was two weeks later I came down to visit. And because at this point, um, I wasn't, I wasn't with the company anymore. Yeah. I was at a different company and, um, I 
came to visit and I was hanging out with all of them. Same yeah, situation. In the, fucking in the fucking parking lot. Same parking lot. And fucking guess who rolls up? Fucking old dude. Same yeah. fucking dude. And he rolls up and he fucking like starts walking towards us. And we're just like the fucking, fucking balls gall, on this bro. dude. The gall. The this gall. And like it was – I think at this point even more people had guns. Yeah. Like there's probably like seven of us we're all carrying on guns. Because now we're on high alert. And we walk up and immediately – Chris Red grabs him from behind and uh, starts they, pocket checking and, and, him. And he fucking starts patting him down and fucking puts handcuffs on him. So this dude is surrounded by The only like, thing I remember about that night was when Chris had him. He was like, hey, man, relax. He was like, I got nothing but hate in my heart for you. I got nothing but hate in my heart for you. you yeah, 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 yeah. Fucking Red. Fucking, uh, he fucking had him handcuffed, pat down, and he was surrounded by like They took 12, his knife, 12, too. He had his they, knife. Yeah, he had his knife. He didn't and get that knife back. Yeah, and he had like 12 fucking bouncers surrounding him. And um, he was just like, I just want to talk and I just want to set shit straight. And like, uh, you know, I just want my gun back because I don't know what happened to it that night. And we're like, fucking, who knows what happened to that gun, but it ain't fucking your concern no more. And I pretty much had like mob boss in front of all all of us. And I pretty much just made like a little speech. Because you were sitting down like a pimp. Yeah, yeah, I was sitting down like like, like, Michael Coleone, like... Who are you? Yeah, who are you? you and come I was to like, me on my, my daughter's <laughs> wedding and shit. And I was like, look, looky here, man. I was like, you fucking showed up fucking our area and you brought this i go you brought that situation upon yourself like yeah. you could have been cool in the first place and move your fucking car you could not you fucking in the fucking talk shit. Lot. uh and then it wouldn't have escalated like i get it dude i'm sorry about but yeah. then you fucking pull a gun on me bud next time you pull a gun on someone you better fucking kill him better be rat. i'm fucking telling you fucking um but i was just like you pulled a gun on me it didn't work i beat the fuck out of you and that's it, dude. Life, you left man. with your life, bud. You all, you, all, all, you lo- all, all you lost is your gun. Fucking you got off easy. thank your lucky stars, man. Yeah. You know, and we we gave them the speech and be like, here's the deal. Like, you forget that we exist. We forget you exist. And at this point, this dude fucking, so we don't have captain. We're, we're going to let you go, man. Go go on with your life. Yeah. You know, live your life. We're going to live ours. And he gave, he gave me his fucking business card. Yeah. Yeah. He gave me his fucking business card. And he's like, well, if you ever, because I think he was driving a limo or some yeah, bullshit. Yeah, he does like the private town cars. Private like the town cars. that would like sell liquors after hours yeah. and like drugs out of their shit. Yeah. And he was, uh, he, he fucking was like, if you ever need anything, man, you fucking. So like yeah, at this trying point, to be like cool. trying to be cool. I, I, I still have his fucking business card on my fridge, but, dude. It's on my, because it's fucking funny, dude. Hilarious. Like how does that happen? And then someone gives you their like. Fucking Lodos. Dude. Yeah. Different situation. So, at this point, we were also talking about um, some of the scores. As a bouncer, like, the shit is also, you know, it's not always, you know, girls' phone numbers, drinks after night. Sometimes people get drunk as fuck, and they leave shit on the fucking floor. You'd be amazed the shit people leave. It's not like, you know, fucking sunglasses and shit like that. Like, people leave fucking money on the floor, all kinds of fucking shit. Cell phones never get fucking turned in. Cell phones never fucking get turned in. So, you know, I, like, and I will speak for all of us and I, I, you know, none of us are in the business of like stealing your shit, like yeah. your property. Like if we know it's yours, like, especially a phone dude, like there's no, you can, even today, like you have to fucking really be into yeah. some shit yeah, to be able to shit. steal a phone. Like that yeah. just, that don't happen. But like, yeah, you drop a fucking wad of money, you drop a wad of hundreds on the ground. That's, that's your fault. Cause no one's going to fucking, Oh, go lost and found. Hey, did you find my wad of hundreds? Yeah. Like, can you describe them? Can you give me the serial numbers? I like, re- I remember there was one night we were working gin mill and 
We're fucking cleaning up, and there's like three girls pounding on the fucking front door. They're like, yo, we left our fucking purse inside. We're traveling strippers. All of our fucking money's in there. Mm. Oh, yeah. And I was okay. just like, fucking wait. Just fucking relax. And they're like, no, we need to come in. So I was like, nobody's fucking coming in. They're like, counting fucking money. Let us fucking look. Like, fucking chill the fuck out. Somebody fucking finds it. And sure enough, it's a fucking mini bag full of fucking money. And I was like, you know what? Let me do the fucking right thing. Let me go ahead and fucking give him the fucking bag. So I can't remember who brought it up. I think it, it was you or somebody, somebody uh, like somebody higher up than me had to go up and give it to him. Because it was a lot of fucking money. Yeah, it was there. like a crazy amount. I give it up to him. They fucking just open it. They see the money and they don't even fucking say thank you. They just like shut the fucking door in our mm-hmm. face. And I was like, oh, you f- I should have fucking taken some money out of that shit. I was like. You know, hey, if you're ever in that situation and you fucking lose your wallet and you lose your fucking purse, whatever it is, nah. and you fucking get it returned back to you and it has everything inside it, give the motherfucker who gave it to you a 20. Something. Fucking something. Like, uh, to show your appreciation. I know fucking I would. Like, nah. th- that. that's not fucking cool. I was like, cool. bro, you could have came up. I appreciate you. Because they could have fucking, the, the door guy, fucking the bartender, whoever, they could have fucking emptied that purse yeah. and be like, that's how we found it. And how are you going to prove otherwise? Exactly. You know, oh, I want to watch the footage. I guarantee you, any bar you go to is not going to let you watch no. that footage. Because they're like, you get a warrant. Yeah, exactly. You need a warrant to see that. Um, the the best floor score I ever found that wasn't fucking just like advertly something like, yeah. like oh, a bag of pills or something crazy. It was, um, and I think it was like at the end of the month too. So this is how you know. Yeah. And I found a envelope on the ground when we were cleaning. And I think it was already like we were like five, ten minutes into cleaning after everyone's left. So there's no reason I should have found this. Yeah. Like someone else should have found this already. And I picked up the envelope and I opened it up. And there was like fucking, um, I think there was like $2,000 in it. Oh, it shit. was like, so, it was clearly like someone's rent, rent money or some shit. But here's they my want piece. The ball out. For one, okay, you, you have it just in an unmarked fucking envelope. And for two, like, why are you bringing that shit to the club? Yeah. You the, know most ex- the most expensive drink we had was probably like, $12. Yeah, 12 fucking dollars. Like, man, man look, look you, 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 you and your homie and your homie's homie fucking can get fucked up for yeah. like a bill. You know, like, why are you, why are you carrying around $2,000 yeah, fucking dollars, fuck that. you know? And, um, yeah, I had a fucking good night, you know? Like, clearly, I went out like, oh, we're going to Denny's after yeah, work, you yeah. know, that kind of night. Yeah, so I think that was, like, the, the best one I've ever fucking yeah, personally The best seen. one I ever had was I was working at Beer Hall, and, you know, I'm picking up shit. And, like, nobody, like, all the door staff, they're, they're either talking to bitches or they're fucking not cleaning. And I was like, fucking, I got to do all this shit by myself. So I'm picking up shit, and I see a coat just hanging out by itself. And I was like, god damn it, let me fucking take this coat to Lost and Found. And I do a quick pat check, and, like, I feel that there's money. I don't got to look in there. I just fucking feel the coat. And I was like, yo, there's fucking money in here. The dude the next day came and was, like, looking for his coat. And I was like, yeah, sorry, man. This is what we have. I don't know. If you see it, take it. And he was like, Nope, it's not in there. All right, man. Well, have a good day. I was like, for I brought myself so much more joy. That motherfucker right? didn't go. He didn't about even that. care. Yeah, he only cared more about the coat. Yeah, if he's the kind of motherfucker who's carrying fucking two grand, yeah. or whatever, in his fucking pocket at the bar, he's he, right. either he's a dumb motherfucker or he don't care. Yeah, and I was yeah. like, I feel better with You'd this. Be like, I care. I yeah. I, I, I like PlayStation. Yeah. You know. Um, as far as scores, those are probably like the best ones I got, and. One of the things that I kind of want to talk about was when we were at Gin Mill was the goddamn popcorn machine, man. People 
It's so weird because like people who didn't really come to the gin mill regularly be like, oh my god, you guys have popcorn? It's the I love this popcorn. I come every, every time I come out, I gotta have some of this popcorn. I was like, this popcorn? This fucking popcorn? You came to this bar specifically for this fucking popcorn? All right, that shit. People never fucking wash their hands, man. And people would go to town on this fucking popcorn. Like, we couldn't pop it fast enough. No. People no, would never. be like fucking grabbing their hands, scraping the bottom of the fucking thing to get the fucking popcorn. It wasn't that fucking good. There were, um, when we got new door guys, like, it was one of those things where it's like you fucking, you would spend like one or two shifts just training on the popcorn machine. And I know that sounds ridiculous, yeah. but like, you would have to know how to not burn it because you burned that. You, burned you, 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 you burned I burned that. it at least five times. Oh yeah, you, you you burn that popcorn. That whole fucking place stinks. Yeah. But the thing is, like just just like Pierre said, you have to fucking make it non fucking stop. You get stuck at that popcorn machine sometimes, and that's, that's your all whole you're job. Doing. That's your whole night. I'm just making popcorn, and then you just watch fucking people, and especially now in COVID days, man. Yeah. Oh man, you think about it now, dude. That's <sighs> crazy. It's fucking crazy. Got people just sticking their hands in there and just eating it mouthfuls, just like they come standing right out in the front bathroom of it, and they come shit. right out of the bathroom and fucking. Because the bath the, the men's bathroom is right across yeah. from it. And um I've I've seen and you know heard of the the grossest fucking yeah. things in that fucking popcorn. That popcorn was I've fucking heard next puking level. Yeah, people puking that motherfucker. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've 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 heard of mice running around in it. Oh yeah. You know, fucking, there were definitely mice in that motherfucker. Oh yeah. Bar. Oh well it was, it was like I guess the the fancy way of saying it, it was like a out, uh, you know, it was an outdoor concept, yeah. you know, because they had like very open patio and shit. So yeah, you, fuck it, if you don't, we're in downtown Denver, you don't think there's fucking rats or mice? Yeah. That shit's everywhere. You're the fucking fancy ass bar you go to. There's fucking mice yeah. I don't care. I don't bar. care how fancy the bar is. You're going in Denver. There's fucking mice in there. That fucking popcorn was nasty oh, as so, fuck. I only so the only gross. way so I'll, the only way I ate it was if it was freshly popped. But even some people that would they're like, no, fuck that. I won't yeah. eat it. Some people pop. yeah, some employees wouldn't even eat it if it was freshly popped. Like and I was kinda on the same board with you. Like I would eat it, but only if like I'm popping yeah. it. Yeah. And I see it I'm literally it. it's coming out right into my fucking bowl. Yeah. You know, like, um, yeah. Uh the reason that you have to have like the reason that you, we even had a popcorn machine was because to have a liquor license um, in Denver, you have to like serve have snacks. You have you have to have food available. Yeah. And instead of in the gym, they don't have no fucking kitchen. No. It don't have it don't have candy bars yeah. and shit. They don't have bag of chips. You don't have, no have bag of chips. There's no hot Cheetos. There. We would sell the fuck out of them. if we had hot Cheetos there. Dude, I've I, I always tried to get a vending machine there, yeah. and like they Maybe fucking it. yeah, they they were just like oh he's like oh maybe and I was like if we have a vending machine where we kill, especially you put dumb goofy shit in yeah. there, you know you fucking put a can of corn in there, some condoms. People buy that shit. People buy it, you know. Um, yeah, the popcorn machine. Um, so here's my advice to you, listeners. Yeah. If you ever go to a bar and there's just like that kind of situation, it's just a popcorn machine. It's just like anyone can reach their hand. Just don't. And I was one of the few don't. door guys who would clean that shit. Like mm-hmm. I would be like, you know, I got people that come over and like come out to see me and they want the popcorn. I was like, every time I closed the bar, I was like, I got to clean this bitch. But a lot of times that shit did not get fucking cleaned. Yeah, that shit got cleaned like during bar cleans yeah, only. And how, and how often do you and think that those like happen? A fuck. When somebody fucked up or got fired. Yeah. No, not. we're doing a meeting in a bar clean. Um, but I'm going to close with this. Uh, shit, working downtown made me not care about people. Yeah. And it's hard just to fucking, like, have compassion for people. Because, you know, sometimes people are going through shit. Sometimes they're fucking dealing with some crazy-ass shit. But when you deal with it every fucking day you work, 
you hear the same fucking stop story. My girlfriend left me. She's making out with some dude. I was like, cool, bro. Then don't fucking date hoes. Right. Like, how the yeah. fuck is it? Bro, I'm a fucking bouncer, dog. What the fuck are you D- talking to D- me for? Don't date girls you meet at the fucking gym, though. Yeah. But I'll give you a fucking, you know, a tip right here, man. Yeah. Don't go to ladies' night, motherfucker. Don't go to ladies' night and pick up girls. No. Like, I don't know what to tell you. Yeah, like, I feel you. I feel you on that because um, I feel when I started bouncing, I was very, like, I know I just told a story of me, like, jumping on people. Yeah. But, but when it came to, like, situation, when it comes to, like, oh, I'm, it's cold outside and I left my coat and I got to go to the bathroom and everything. Um, like, I would I was, I would be help, helpful and not even Captain save just, like, Captain save a person. Yeah. Captain save a citizen. You're you know? in distress right now. Yeah. I want to oh, help yeah. you. Oh, yeah. I would want to help you. I want to, you know, like, get you right and do right with your life. Yeah. Go for it. You need a cab? You let know? me call you a cab. Yeah, let me call you let a cab. Let me, stand outside, let me stand outside and protect you from creeps while you're waiting uh, for your cab. You know, shit like that. And you go and, you know, some people would be like, well, that's... Pardon, uh, no, I'll tell you right that, now. No. Not for what we ever get paid. And, and after you, you get paid what you get paid for so long and deal with the amount of shit that you deal with, like, it hardens you. Like, yeah. And I think, like, I've almost come almost come circle because now I'm, I'm in a different, like, department. Now I bartend. So I'm a little, you know, I'm nice yeah. with people. I kind of got to be. They tip me. You know? I get paid now. Yeah. So, um, but for a long time, the same as you. I'm just like, you know, as long as we're doing what we need to do and it ain't going to come back at us in a major way and, you know, like, fuck these people. Yeah. That's really what it came down to. Like, I don't give a fuck. Open the doors, get them in here, sell what we need to sell, close the doors, get them the fuck get out. Get them the fuck out. Yeah. I don't care about you anymore. Yeah. Oh, my coat. Oh, my oh my feelings. Oh, like, uh, oh, I, I sucks think I, suck. I think I Fucking left my, leave. my gloves in there. I had a pair of gloves over there in that corner. No, you didn't. No, you didn't. I don't care. I don't care about your fucking gloves. Fuck out of here. Oh, I turned. Um. Oh, what do you mean you can't take my ID? It's you know. It's I'm still 21, but it's just it's It's just voided. It's just expired. So I don't give a fuck. I don't give a fuck. I don't give a fuck. I don't even want to hear your story. I I used to. I used to be able to like. Well, let me hear your story. Maybe. Mm -hmm. Maybe I can help you. But now I'm like I don't even going to give a fuck. I don't give a fuck about your story. Now we reached the end of the episode. If you could send a message to all your fellow scumbags, what would you say? You know, my my best advice to uh, people out there listening, if you want to be a better person, fucking, you know, know what you're doing when you're doing shit. And I know that is very vague. Yeah. And, but, you know, I take this um, piece of advice as a bouncer and as a bartender. And, um, like, one of the things that drives me nuts is, if you go to a bar and you're waiting, you, let's say you're waiting five minutes to get the bartender's attention and get a drink, and he asks you what you want, and you're like, oh, I don't know. Uh, hold on. Well, what do you want? What do you guys want to drink? You, what, what do you have? Be better. Yeah. Be better. And it's the same thing. Just know what you want. Know what you're doing when you're going out and having a good time because I guarantee you, you're going to make that person's life easier. Uh, and maybe that person won't be grumpy. Yeah. Maybe that person won't be such an asshole. You know, if I had more customers in my life, more people I interacted with that just – Showed up, had their ID out, ready to present to me. Have a good evening, sir. Thank you very much. Went on their way. Man, can, you, can you imagine? Be so much fucking better. Could you imagine how, how much nicer we yeah. would be? So maybe that's the change I would like to see in the world. Because it happens, like, even when I was bouncing, sometimes, like, I'd be grouchy as fuck. And then somebody would come up to me like, oh, how you doing today, sir? Here's my ID. Wait patiently and like, well, thank you. I hope you have a great night. And I was like... You know what? I was acting like a fucking asshole, man. I hope you have a fucking yeah, great I hope night. You have a fucking yeah. great night. Hey, man. You know, shout out to you for being the one person who knows how to talk to yeah. a human being. You know, so that's my uh, do my better final word. Do better. Ah, uh, y'all, blessings.
fuck is hot now? The fucking beer got me hot. I just muted them both. Yeah. Ew. We were like right at 44 minutes. Yeah.